the Make Share Grow podcast. I'm artist Julie Marriott, and I created this podcast to share behind the scenes stories of art, craft, and the creative process. Hey guys, today I'm going to share with you about my experience of doing a 30-day painting project this last summer, and also why I think it's a great idea for anybody to try a project like this. So if you don't know what a 30-day project is, don't worry, I didn't either before I joined social media and Instagram specifically. It seems like people are doing 30-day projects left and right on Instagram, so what it is is basically you just pick a specific discipline or task that you're going to commit to doing every day for a 30-day period. So it doesn't really matter what it is, although it's really most commonly the people I see doing it are doing it in some sort of creative capacity, whether they're a writer or an artist or something like that. So it's basically just deciding that you're going to every day do your creative discipline for 30 days in a row. The reason I decided to start a 30-day project was I wanted a reason to get back into designing uh, surface designs. I had gotten really busy just painting in my studio, paintings on canvas, especially for commissions and for my shop. And so I hadn't really designed patterns in a long time and felt like that was something that I wanted to keep up that discipline and also just continue to put that sort of work out on Uh, my social media and on my website so that people would know that that's still a skill that I have. So I wanted to do a 30-day project just to kind of jump back into those waters and get more of a portfolio built up on that front. I had heard in the past from people who had done 30-day projects before I did that their big advice was to be as specific as possible about what your project is going to be. It's really hard if you show up that day and you're like, oh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do, and you have to make that decision in addition to actually making the piece, whatever it is you're going to do. So um, so to be specific, I decided that I was going to get a special journal. And so I got a notebook with watercolor paper pages. So it's a heavier kind of paper that I could paint on. And I decided I was going to paint one page in this notebook with a pattern in acrylic paper or in acrylic paint. And I was going to do this usually if I could handle it the first thing in the morning. So I gave myself flexibility on what time of day I was going to do it, but tried to be really structured about the actual subject that I was going to be painting. So as I started painting each day, I made mostly floral paintings, and that's the subject that I love to paint the most, so that was pretty natural. And the first several ones were just florals, and they were pretty... I guess I could say very like comfortable paintings. They were using flowers that I normally use. They um, were 
color combos that I, you know, usually use and things like that. I wasn't really stepping out of the box all that much. And then I found as I progressed through the project, I got more and more bold with what I was going to try as I got more comfortable with the project. So later on, about halfway through, I decided I wanted to start incorporating animals because that specifically was something that actually kind of scared me. I haven't painted animals in so long. I wasn't really sure how they fit into my current style and if I could paint them in a way that would blend aesthetically with the type of floral style that I paint in now. And so I thought, why not? This is the perfect project to experiment. There's no real commitment here. And so if it doesn't go well, then just turn the page. The next day is, you know, I can start something totally new. What I found actually was that I loved painting the animals and because I was posting each of my pages the same day that I painted it, I was getting really good feedback from my followers on Instagram and the people who were paying attention that they really loved the animals. And that was so cool because I was kind of afraid to try them. And then they ended up being one of the most successful parts of my whole project. And it really gave me the confidence to start using animals in my bigger studio pieces as well. And so um, in the recent past, I've started putting birds into some paintings. And that was really fun. And I wouldn't have really had the courage. It's funny to say that, but I wouldn't have had the courage to do that in in work that was on something more permanent, like a canvas, unless I had experimented in my sketch sketch pad that was really just a piece of paper that if I made a mistake, it wasn't a big deal. That's another thing that I think is really cool about doing a 30-day project and posting on social media is getting the feedback from the people who are paying attention. It can really affect the way that you're going to work or the direction of your project in really interesting ways. So what I did once I had done a couple animal pieces and saw that people really enjoyed them, I put out a a question on Instagram and one of my captions of the pieces asking if uh, my followers would suggest different types of animals that they would like to see me paint in the future. And then I made a whole list. And so I had all of this you know, new material to work on each time I came to my desk in the morning to paint something. It was that much easier to create because I already had some ideas floating around. And then for my very last piece, I uh, put out on Instagram a couple choices of what I could paint. So I think I said a tiger, some sort of flower, a lizard, or citrus. And so I asked what type of pattern uh, that my followers would like to see. And I got a bunch of responses and the overwhelming response was citrus. And so I did a lemon and orange and turquoise leaf pattern for the very last pattern of my project. And it turned out great. And I loved it. And I loved having the community feedback. It's really encouraging to have the sort of feedback while you're in the middle of the project. Because to be honest, it does get tiring because 30 days of doing something is a lot of time to dedicate to one specific goal. And also it 
you know, you hit days where you're having a more of a creative rut. And so just knowing that people are there, excited to see what you're going to share and who are going to comment on it and cheer you on is really fun. So that was also an important part of my project was just having the community feedback to keep me encouraged to keep making. A 30-day project is a long time to work on a specific goal, and so what I found is that I kind of got out the bad ideas first. They weren't necessarily bad, but they were just sort of my go-to ideas, and then the longer I worked, the more I got comfortable to experiment, and that led to some really interesting things that I wouldn't have just done off of the bat. Uh, This sort of project also gives you a way of working out a ton of different options for a future project. So what I mean by that is basically you churn out a ton of work and some of it's going to be good and some of it's not going to be as good. And then afterwards, you well, it's important not to judge while you're making the work. You just need to keep making it every day. But afterwards, then you can kind of go through everything and take out the parts that really worked, and then think about how to incorporate those in future projects. So like I did, I really liked the animals. I thought those went really well. I also liked some specific new flowers that I tried. So I'm specifically making note of those to bring into my work in the future. So it's just a great idea generating uh, sort of practice as well. Another piece of advice I had heard about starting a 30-day project was be kind to yourself if you miss a day. Don't let that derail you. And I did have to miss, I think, two days or maybe three because we were traveling on our vacation while I was in the middle of the project. I kind of timed it funny. I wasn't considering that when I first started the project, but it made it work because I just had a camera and I had my sketchbook. It wasn't a big deal. But I did decide consciously beforehand that it's going to be okay if I miss a day. These are my rules. This is not a big deal. If I miss a day posting, nobody is going to notice. People notice when you post. They don't really notice when you don't post. So it'll be fine. And it was. It was great. And so I didn't have any regrets about that. If I was feeling really tired out from a full day of driving, I just didn't do it. And it was great. I think a 30-day project is a great idea for anyone wanting to try something new or wanting to push themselves to dig deeper in a particular direction. So this could be creative or this could be another area of life that you want to be more dedicated in, but I really found that it was a fun way of trying something new with low commitment, basically. You're just committing the time, but you're really not needing to be worried about being super successful in it because it's just all about the process of getting the work out. And then you're going to take time afterwards to look it over and see what you did. I hope this was a fun behind the scenes look for you into my 30 day project. And I also hope that it might inspire you to try one of your own. If you do end up doing one, let me know. I'd love to follow along. Thanks for joining me on this episode and I will see you next week. listening to Make Share Grow. You can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website, juliemarriottart.com. 
and on Instagram at Julie Marriott Art.